Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. All right, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am excited about this episode basically because I am going to be talking about something that's kind of interesting. So I did an Instagram post, I think it was last week or the week before, and the post was five ways to fall in love with your business. And after I posted it, I was like, oops, I forgot to include, I forgot to include one of the captions. And, you know, I was kind of thinking about it and I was thinking of just so many moments when we have businesses that we kind of don't like our business. We are frustrated with the business and we oftentimes don't really know what to do to fix it. You know, you see all these other people who have these businesses that are saying, oh, you can make six figures in your sleep and, you know, all this kind of nonsense. But, you know, sometimes you just need some actionable tips that you can implement today to kind of get things back on track with your business. So I am going to be talking about six things that you can really start adding and incorporating into your routines and into your uh, business and your day to make your business better, to make your business work for you and not the other way around. So let's just talk right into it. And we're going to try to keep this a short episode. I got some feedback from you. A lot of people messaged me over the last few weeks saying, hey, Carrie, we really like short episodes. So (laughs) I was like, okay, I take the hint. Uh, So let's try to do a short episode today. As practice, I have a couple notes written down on a Google Doc. I usually don't do notes. I might have a couple of things that I want to talk about, but I literally don't ever have notes and I'm going to start to try to have a little bit of notes so I can stay on track because I am a talker, as you guys already know, but we're going to try some things different and I'm open to, you know, always improving my craft. So let's just dive into it. So six things you can do in your business if you're feeling like you're kind of hating your business. So number one. And this is actually in no particular order. You know what? It is going to be in a particular order because I'm going to talk about this one first. So the first thing that is going to help you to like your business more, and I I want to preface by saying, you know, if you're hating your business, that can really trickle into your everyday life too. Because our businesses are so personal and because we kind of like eat, live, and breathe our business, if your business is not feeling good for you, it's going to affect your entire everything. You're probably going to be a grouchy, pissed off person slash maybe you're kind of miserable right now. And I've been there and I don't want that for you. 
So the first thing that you can do and incorporate into your daily routine, if you're hating your business, is start your day by doing something that makes you feel good. Doing something that makes you feel good, doing something that makes your mind feel good, your body feel good, whatever that is for you. So for me, that is my dog walking. So I talk a lot on the podcast about how walking my dogs has really helped my business. And it sounds really, really weird and really like, how does that help your fucking business, Carrie? But it does because walking my dogs makes me feel good. It makes me happy. I'm getting fresh air. I'm getting steps in. Um, I'm, I'm a huge dog person. I love my dogs. And so um, when I'm out walking, not only does it make me feel good, but I actually use that time to work a little bit. So I'm not just walking and like staring out into the clouds. I am thinking of ideas. I am listening to audiobooks or listening to podcast episodes or voxering with clients or writing down content ideas or recording videos. I record a lot of my you know, Instagram or TikTok videos when I'm on my dog walks because ideas flow into my brain. So I started noticing when I was walking my dogs about a year and a half ago, I was like, I'm getting a lot of good ideas when I'm outside walking. And I, I kind of never put two and two together, honestly. And, you know, long story short, I decided, okay, dog walking is, is I'm getting good ideas here. I'm, I love dog walking, you know, but I need to really incorporate this into my schedule. So now dog walking is really one of the first ways I start my day. If I have to take my son to school, I walk the dogs usually after I drop him off. And I try to do it first thing. Like sometimes I do have things that like I I can't walk the dogs right away. I have to like get to my get to my work. Um, but oftentimes I, I can start my day walking them. So I get home from dropping my son off from school grab the dogs, get the leashes, sometimes grab my iced coffee or cold brew, and I'm out the door and I walk them. And I never regret walking them. You know, sometimes there is an occasion when I'm like, I'm I'm just, I'm in a mood. And sometimes walking two dogs, you're trying to listen to your phone, you're trying to do this, it can be a little bit frustrating. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go back because I'm not feeling it today. So I don't like force myself if I'm not feeling it. But for the most part, um, the dog walking, it it really helps me. Honestly, it helps me mental health wise. It helps. Like I call it my therapy. Honestly, that's my dog walking. Um, I love it so much. And honestly, since I started incorporating that into my day and not pushing it out of the way because I have other stuff to do, you know, so there's always going to be times when you just can't do stuff. Like you have deadlines, you have whatever it is, but for the most part, like what I used to do would say, Oh, I don't have time to, to walk my dogs. I have to work. I have to, I have to create a course. I have to do a call. I have to do 700 things instead of acting like the dog walk was actually part of my work. Like that, that is part of my job. That is part of my work day. And I incorporate that into my schedule. So I have my phone and I plug in my phone five days a week, walk the dogs. Do I stick to that? No, I don't stick to the time, but it's a reminder. It reminds me every single day, walk the dogs, walk the dogs, walk the dogs. So Figure out one thing that you love to do. It doesn't matter what it is, but start your day off that way. If that's going for a run, if it's walking on your treadmill, like watching something silly on Netflix, if it's walking the dogs outside, um, whatever that is, do something that makes you feel good. And that's a great way to start your day. So that's going to be the number one thing 
that will have massive impact on your business. And then I also want to add one more thing to that is if you can combine that with something that when you're finished with that activity, you, your brain is just like pumping with energy ideas. So one of the reasons that I consider dog walking part of like my schedule in my job is because I, it's a, it's an idea generating activity for me. It's, it's like the ultimate multitasking activity because I'm getting exercise in my dogs are getting exercise. I feel better, but I also get a lot of ideas. So if for you, like running, for example, if you go for a run and you come home and you're just like, whoa, my brain is like in full mode, you're getting ideas that tells you that's a great activity for you to do, especially whenever you have that energetic moment. For me, I'm a morning person, so I would never get good ideas at night. It's just, it's not how I am. I know some of you are probably night owls. So again, whatever works for you. Okay. Number two, this is a really important one and one that I actually hadn't, I haven't really done until recently. So the second thing that we're going to talk about here is use your business to fund, fund, (laughs) use your business to fund fun things in your life. Like use your business to pay for things that are going to make your life better. So for example, I'm going to give you an example here. I, so I, I've talked about this on the podcast a little bit, how my 2022 just like, wasn't a good year for me. I, I did not like my business. Um, I made changes partway through the year to make my business better essentially, but I didn't like my business. I was not making enough money. I was not making enough profit. I was, in 700 masterminds and basically all the money I was making was going to these stupid masterminds. And just like, I just didn't like a lot of the stuff I was doing. I didn't like a lot of the things I was teaching. I just, I knew I needed to change things. I was working a lot and just being like, what am I killing myself for? I literally don't do anything fun. I'm not treating myself. I'm not using my business to make my life better. So I had a bit of a wake up call in 2022. So when 2023 started off, I was very intentional. (laughs) I was like, um, I need to have a different year this year. I need to have a different business because I don't want the business that I have right now, which is kind of sad. Like you work really hard and you're just like, I hate my business. And I know a lot of you go through phases that you feel like that. And sometimes it, it, it passes and sometimes it doesn't pass. So It was basically in October when I was like, I am changing. I'm doing a lot of different things. And that's when I decided for the first time, like I, I wanted, I want to only do things that are fun. I want my business to be fun. I want to only work with the people that I want to work with. I want to only launch programs that I want to do slash will really help people. Um, I want to do more fun things, not just, you know, I don't know. Like I just want to have more fun. So basically I was making my 2023 year. I was setting out personal goals. I was looking at business goals and on my whiteboard behind me, I don't know if, let me look at the video, if you can see it behind me, you can see the video, the whiteboard behind me, but I wrote down on my whiteboard as the first personal goal to go on a bear watching trip to Alaska. So I went to Alaska last summer and just like fell in love with it. I've always been into bears. I'm like an animal person in general, but 
seeing uh, grizzly bears or brown bears in Alaska in the wild, fishing for salmon, I feel like that little moment during that trip kind of changed it. I don't know what it did to me, but it was just like all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to see more bears. You know, that's I knew I wanted to do that. So when I was thinking of 2023, I have an episode uh, early January. If you want to go back to my podcast episodes from early January where I talk about like planning your year, it's a really, really good episode. I'll have to link it below when I remember it. Um, but yeah, I wrote down personal goals and it was just like, you know, I usually just write business goals now, but I was like this year I'm writing personal goals because I want to have more fun this year. So the first thing I wrote down was go on a like bear viewing trip to Alaska. So I wrote it down and then I think it was like a week later, I was like, Hmm, maybe I should start looking into that. So I started looking into it. I'm fucking crazy. I started looking into going on a bear watching trip to Alaska and I found a couple places. I I think I signed up for their catalog or something and they wrote back. I signed up for a couple of catalogs and then I asked one of the people, like I asked them a question and they wrote back to me right away. And then I think I was just having a really crappy day and I opened up my mailbox and there is the catalog. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to look at the catalog. And I decided without a lot of thought, to be honest with you, that's just sometimes I can be very impulsive. And without really a lot of money in my business bank account, (laughs) I'll be honest with you, I was like, you know what? Not only am I going to book this trip to Alaska, which is the most expensive trip that I've ever booked, I'm going to go by myself. And I'm going to use my business to pay for it. And I want to explain this because I think for some of you might be like, this is really fucking unrelatable. This is cringy. I don't know what you might feel. Um, And I'm just being honest and I'm being transparent here. Um, And the reason that this is really important to me to share is because I've had businesses now for seven years and not only not only have I not really ever treated myself, I've never had the mindset of the business should be funding fun things in my life. Like, why am I doing all this if it's not fun? If I'm not using money that I'm getting in the business, like profit that would go to me to pay myself to do fun things in my life. Like, what is the fucking point? Because when we work a nine to five, we get a paycheck, right? And then we take the paycheck and we're like, okay, I want to do, I want to go on a vacation. And for some of you, maybe you have like a vacation account or something and you put money away in your vacation account. And then after six months, you're like, okay, I have enough money to book our family trip to Disney World. Or like, I have enough money to book a trip to wherever. Let's go to Italy or wherever you want to go. But when you have your own business, suddenly it's like everything else comes before you. Every single thing comes before doing something for you. Yet you're the fucking one who spends all your time working in your business, doing all the things, and you're not treating yourself. You're not putting that money, as I'm talking about, in the vacation fund. So essentially, I was like, you know what? This is stupid. I'm going to 
I'm going to make more money in my business. I'm going to focus more on profit making activities. I'm going to trim the fat in my business. So I'm not paying for all these stupid apps that I'm not using. And I'm going to go on this bear trip. And so I paid the $500 deposit. So it was a $500 deposit. I just paid it. I was like, I found the trip I want to go on. I know it's expensive. I want to do this. Like I knew in my heart, this trip was important to me. And so I booked, I, I'm sorry, I paid a $500 deposit to go on this trip to Alaska in August. And it's called a bear camp. Essentially, it's like, it's kind of like glamping. I'll say glamping kind of. But you're in this part of Alaska where there there's no roads, there's nothing. And so bears live there freely and there's some people there, but bears have like are used to the people. We'll see if it's safe or not. I'll report back. (laughs) Hopefully I'll be here to report back. Um, But anyway, the point here is like I found this trip that was important to me. I wanted to do it for myself. I wanted to go and I wanted to use my business to pay for it. Because when we work for ourselves, you know, it's so, it can be really hard to pay ourselves. It can be hard to focus on profit first. And yes, you have to invest in things and programs and coaches and, you know, applications and things that you need to grow in your business, but also have a balance between that and also paying yourself. Like it's so, 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 so important. And so I booked this trip and I've used business money that I've made in my business to pay for a trip to go to Alaska. So again, I'm not trying to sound like unrelatable here. I'm just saying here, it's important that you do fund things in your life that your business is funding. Why else are we working so hard if we're not going to do fun things? Like, I don't know. You tell me. I would love to know. So that is my number two. So if you want to fall in love with your business, you want to love your business, Make sure you're you're doing fun things and use your business to fund that, okay? All right. And I would love to know if you, so I know that I booked my trip to Alaska. Where would you go? Like where would be a trip that you would fund through your business that you could go on a fun trip? Would it be Italy? Would it be Iceland? Would it be like going to Mexico? Maybe it's camping in um, Yellowstone. I would love to know from you where would like this dreamy, And not like, you know, I'm going to go to the Maldives and it's going to be like a $30,000 trip or something. Just like a trip that, you know, is probably a little bit more expensive than you normally might pay. But definitely let me know and let me know on Instagram because I'm just curious. I'm a traveler, so I love to know where people want to travel. Okay. The third thing that is going to be really important if you want to fall in love with your business is, is doing something that is impactful. Like it has to be beyond the money. It has to, your business has to be more than I'm doing this business just to make money. And I know that having a profit first business is super important. I've made a lot of mistakes over the years with that kind of stuff. But I think in the end to stay consistent and to keep showing up when stuff is hard, if you're not doing something that kind of lights you up on the inside that has more, something more than just making money, I think that's going to be really, really hard. So for me, like doing something impactful, helping female entrepreneurs or female wannabe entrepreneurs start product-based businesses, grow product-based businesses. Um, I mean, I help people with a lot of different things and it is 
it like yes I want to make money but also I want to create impact like I want to help people to you know these people who work nine to five and they're just like I wish I could do like I want to start a t-shirt line or like I want to start a paddleboard company or like I want to make I want to manufacture this or that I mean, there's so much opportunity now, and I want to help people be a part of that. So for me, that's wildly important and definitely more important than the money part, but also the money part is important. Like you, this is not a hobby, okay? Don't treat your business like a hobby. Your business is here to make money. And the second you switch that in your head and take it from a hobby to a business, you'll make more money because you're treating it like a business. It's not a little hobby. It's not a little side hustle the business. Okay. The fourth thing that you can do to fall in love with your business every day is celebrate your wins. So this is a really important one. Uh, this one also took me a long time to do, and I still have a hard time celebrating my wins. So we just wrapped up a launch in, in the business. We launched our email marketing membership program, and we got 67 people that joined. 67 amazing humans signed up for this membership. And I I was pretty blown away and I totally celebrated it. I mean, in my own way. Um, but like I, yeah, I went and I did like a little day in Seattle and I went, I mean, that wasn't actually to celebrate the launch, but kind of, it was also like a self-care day. <laughs> um it's kind of like a self-care day and little mini celebration. So I always try to do something nice for myself after we launch like a program or a course because it, it's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy out of me. And while I love all the stuff that I do, um, as I'm getting older, some of the stuff, it, it does like wear on me. I'm getting, it, it makes me more tired. It makes me more like energetically uh, depleted, I would say. Um, but I always celebrate the wins. And with, with my first business, the Dapper Dog Box, I didn't celebrate anything. Like no matter what cool thing happened, I was like, oh, I should have done better. I should have sold more. I should have done this. It could have been more. Like I was such an idiot. So I don't want you to do that to yourself. You make a sale, you celebrate, you know, do your little happy dance. If you don't celebrate the small things now, as you grow, you're never going to, you're never going to. So I would say within the last year, year-ish is really when I started to truly celebrate the wins in my business and not just beat myself up about everything. Like, oh, I only got 10 people in. I only sold this. Like, you have to celebrate those things and you have to treat yourself. You know, if that's like taking yourself out to a movie, so what? That's a great thing to celebrate yourself for. Maybe you want to go get a facial or you... I don't know, anything, go get yourself an ice cream cone. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of basic, but still like whatever makes you happy, go treat yourself. So when we launched our email marketing program slash, I was like, I need a self-care day. Um, I had a bit of a rough month last month, which you will hear more about. I think in next week's episode, when I talk about my business book, or maybe it's in a few weeks, um, I have an episode coming out about the business book and just how, how hard that has been. It has been really hard on me. And so part of it was just some issues that happened with the business book. And so I went to this infrared sauna in Seattle and they have a plunge pool and I did a plunge pool for the first time. I went and sat in 30 degree water for a minute 
And then I did it again and again. So, you know, just kind of treated myself to a nice day in Seattle. And that was really good. So celebrate your wins. Okay. The next thing that you need to do if you want to fall in love with your business is have a good office space. So that could be a small room in your house. It could just be any area that is sort of yours. Like with my first business, I didn't have an office. I would literally work in coffee shops all the time. I would um, just work in different areas of the house. At one point I was working, uh, we lived in a townhouse in Seattle, in an urban area in Seattle. And I worked in the downstairs floor of the townhouse. So part of that was like the Dapper Dog Box warehouse sort of. We used the garage in that room for Dapper Dog Box. But then at one point, Um, when we sold one of our cars to make more space, I then sort of worked down there and it was like, there's no windows. There's just one slider door that opens up in the backyard, but there's no windows around you. It was just this depressing, dark, like worst office space. And when we bought a house, we moved south of Seattle. We bought a house. We walked into this house and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is my new office. I could see it. It has beautiful three big bay windows, tons of sunlight. I see trees and flowers that surround my office. I'm on the top floor, but I can see it like I over it overlooks just there's green everywhere. It's just beautiful and there's so much light. So I'm obsessed with my office. And so I have like my own space. I have I keep all my stuff. I have it very organized. It's just like my little sanctuary within my house when I want quiet time when I need to work, when I need to record a podcast episode. So you don't have to have like this huge office in your house, but I would definitely try to find a place in your house if that's where you work. If not, you can always like outsource, you know, there's all these co-working spaces. I mean, just do whatever is good for you um, so that you can get, you know, you have, I think having your own space is important. I don't know. With my current business, this office has been a game changer for me. I buy fresh flowers quite often, usually once a week or once every two weeks. I buy myself flowers that I put in the office. So it always like I I try to make it fun and cheerful. Um, A few months ago, I basically like on the back of my um, not back of my wall, like behind me where I record the podcast. I did this like little collage wall of photos because I used to have like these two floral photos up on the wall. And I was like, this is so boring. Like my personality is way more fun than this. So I went through my house and I found all these fun little pictures and things. And I basically got all these fun frames from Michael's or somewhere. And I just did a little collage wall on my wall. So my office is just a lot more fun. And I love my office so much because it's just my space. I have my desk, I have all my stuff. And I just feel like it has inspired me a lot. Okay, my friends, the last thing that you need to do if you hate your business right now, that is outsource the stuff that you don't like. So this one might be something that will take time for you to implement, but I would definitely encourage you that if you're feeling stuck in your business, you're like, oh, I'm doing all this garbage that I hate. Make a list of the top five things that you hate doing every single day and start seeing how you can outsource some of that, even if it's one thing at a time. Even if that is, so for example, for me, I used to hate packing and stuffing the boxes. I hated doing it, but I was so afraid to outsource it because I was like, there's no way anyone can pack a box. Only I can do that, which is really silly. Um, I also used to hate doing the customer service emails. 
They're very important. Someone has to do them, but it doesn't have to be you. So once you make a list of your five things that you don't like to do, start to see how you can outsource that. That could be a virtual assistant who does one hour per week of work for you. That could be someone in your neighborhood. Maybe there's a teenager who can come over and help you twice a week for one hour um, packing up orders. So don't just think that you're stuck doing all this stuff because you can get it off your plate. You just have to start. You have to get started somewhere. So I think the best thing to do is make a list of the things that you don't like. Choose five and then go one by one, you know, and then just start to brainstorm ways. How do I get this off my plate? Because when you are spending your time doing all the customer service emails, fulfilling orders, going to the post office, dropping them off, you are, you're wasting your like secret sauce stuff. What are the, what are the things in your business that one, you love doing that light you up that you're like, you wake up in the morning and you're just like, I can't wait to go do that. That's the stuff that you need to spend more time on. And you also need to be spending time marketing your business. If you're doing all the things, fulfillment, customer service, emails, packing orders, those are, that's working in your business. You know, you're not like, it's not working on the business. You need to be focusing time on the money-making activities, which is marketing. Marketing is everything. Marketing is like 90% of your business success. So get rid of the stuff that you don't like to do. Even if it's one hour per week, you can find a virtual assistant. You can find someone in your neighborhood and start getting it off your plate and start doing more things that you like to do. Okay, let's see where we're at. We're at 28 minutes. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself. 28 minutes. And for me, this is like a really short episode. And I know for you, you're like, all right, this is a 30 minute episode. This actually is not short, but we're going to take some baby steps here. Okay, so bear with me. Um, So I hope you like this episode. If you did, definitely send me a message on Instagram and just let me know what what you liked, which one of these things you're going to start doing first. And don't forget to tell me where you're like, if you were going to treat yourself to a fun trip, where you would be going. I'm definitely curious to know. Um, If you have a moment of time to leave a review on Apple iTunes, I would really, really appreciate it. It just takes a second of your time and it really, truly does help the podcast get pushed out to more people and it will help me make more impact in my business. All right, my friends, I will see you on next week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.